98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Tig and Daniel, about 610. How you doing this morning, Daniel? I'm good. You know, uh, there's a lot of varying opinions about how much sleep you should get, things like that. Well, now new research, Tig, says it's not about how long you sleep, but rather when you go to sleep. Oh. Uh, Which has got to be complete garbage, right? Well, I don't know. Go ahead with the story, because I've also heard some things about this. Well, here's a clip from a clinical psychologist and sleep specialist. Are you ready to go here? Okay, uh, you're good to go. People have a tendency to more think of cognitive health when they think of sleep. But remember something, when you're asleep, it's kind of giving your heart a little bit of a break to rest and relax and be ready for the next day. So when you shorten that time, your heart, unfortunately, doesn't get the rest that it needs. So all that to say, according to this study, you should go to bed between 10 and 11, and that will lower your risk of heart disease. Now, what this whole article doesn't include is what time you have to get up. Right. What time you, your work schedule is. I saw this, and I thought, well, what, okay, let's say you do go to bed between 10 and 11. Then when am I supposed to get up was one question. It didn't say that. The other thing is if you have a job, like if you're up right now, you might have to wake up earlier than a typical folk out there mm -hmm. do you then go to bed between nine and ten in order to get an extra hour i don't know so it's i don't the, think anybody knows it's the silliest sleep study i've ever heard it's like yeah. wonky i don't even, sorry we even mentioned it but i i have this thing where i have to go to bed the second i get sleepy because if i miss my chance i'm gonna be up all You'll night be up all night right do you ever do that uh yeah like uh second wind or whatever you might call it and um i don't i don't know if anybody really knows what's going on with this you know i went to uh I went to a couple of doctors they wanted to do sleep studies, and I could never figure out if they're just trying to make a little extra cash on the side or this. What do they got to do? Tell me to sleep better? I don't know what. Maybe they can give me medicine. I don't know. But sure enough, as I, I've gained age, used to I could sleep four or five hours and be fine. But now it's like if I don't get enough sleep, it's like I, I was drinking all night or something, and it's just on the sleep, you know? I, uh, I did a thing last night where I got sleep at 8 o'clock, so I immediately went to bed. And then I was riddled with terrible nightmares. I mean, literally all night long, man. I mean, I woke up from one nightmare, mm -hmm. went to sleep right into another one. And there's like, you know, sometimes weird people show up in your dreams. Like there's this guy here named Tucker. It works here. Yeah. So not only am I like in a haunted house or whatever, getting chased by crocodiles, <laughs> Tucker's with me the whole time. And I'm like, you know, well, why does Tucker have to show up in my nightmare too? You hallucinate without hallucinogenics. It's the it's weirdest something. thing. So, but yeah, so I don't feel like I got really good rest last night, even though I went to bed at eight o'clock. Well, we took calls from you guys uh, a few months ago. I remember this and we were talking about like how much sleep are you getting? And I remember people calling and saying, well, I've got like seven kids and they're all of all ages. And probably if I had to guess, I get between three and four hours of sleep and then I get back at, up at five and start over again. I, that's got to be bad for your health. I was saying that uh, I think the pop, the most popular amount of sleep everybody got, if you averaged it all, that was like five hours. Yeah. Tops. Not great. And science says you need more well, than this, that for yeah, one Yeah, this idiot at the sleep scientist says, uh, you got to oh. just go to bed between 10 and 11 and it uh, doesn't matter what time you get up. You'll never have a heart attack. <laughs> You'll be good. All right. It's 98.5 The Boone. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. We still got a uh, surprisingly, I mean, not surprisingly, they are delicious. And uh, people go... People are going crazy for this uh, honey-baked hams. I don't blame you. And we've got another shot at that at 7.40 this morning. So no cooking, no cleaning at Thanksgiving, just getting that ham ready. Eat five the bull in today's hot country. Ty Gandano, one of the biggest guys in country music. A shot out of a cannon, Luke Combs.
Good morning, Daniel. It's time for Did You See? Brought to you by your dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Dr. Hugh McDougall Dentistry. What's up, man? Uh, did you see that the annual Tulsa Veterans Day Parade is going to begin at 11 a.m. downtown uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. starting from 3rd Street and Cincinnati Avenue. Now, just be aware of that if you work anywhere around here, you know, you're going to get... You don't want to get caught up in the traffic and all that kind of stuff. Or be happy, go caught up, get out, park your car wherever it is, and go see the veterans. Well, yeah, if you're allowed to, some right. places you might get in trouble for doing that. Uh, American Legion Post 1 members will offer lunch at the Post afterward. Also, the VFW Post 577 will host a parade after party and cookout at their Post with live music, food, and drinks. They say this year the parade has more than 110 entries. So up from last year's, which was down due to the pandemic. I got to tell you, like every weekend, there's so much stuff going in on in Tulsa. I don't see how people do it. It's almost exhausting to hear about it all just to keep up, like which weekend is what. The people are like the tourism bureau must be going crazy because they have so much stuff they do in this town. If you don't have something to do in Tulsa, you're just not trying. Absolutely. So don't forget about that. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., be prepared for that. Uh, Also, Paul Rudd named 2021's Sexiest Man Alive by People Magazine. He's uh, 52 years old, got two kids. Uh, He is, uh, he doesn't age, it doesn't seem like. If uh, somebody's unfamiliar with Paul Rudd, what's like what he's most famous for, would you say? Well, he's going to be, what is he most famous for? Probably Ant-Man. He's he's got a quirky personality, I think, that uh, people like, too. I I think that it wasn't just looks, although he is a fine-looking man. I think they uh, take into account a lot more things now with the sexiest man. Do you? Do you have, you, looked, have you looked into this, Doug? Are yeah. you a big... Uh... I don't serve on the board over there or anything, but I just thought maybe. Well, you sound like you're an expert. You're Thank like, you. well, they do do a lot of research. <laughs> also, okay. did you see that Squid Game Season 2 has been confirmed by the creator? He says, you leave us no choice. We're going to have to make another season of Squid Game. You are one of the few that have not, never seen that, have you? Uh, not yet. By, I always It's one of those I'm going to mean to do it, and I see people all the time, on even celebrities are going crazy. It's like Stephen King. You know, biggest show ever on Netflix so far. Also, did you see that AMC, the movie theater chain, uh, they're going to start selling its popcorn outside of movie theaters. So finally, we can get popcorn in stores. <laughs> Times are changing. Have you uh, have you looked at microwave popcorn recently? Mm, no, just in the sense I pop it. Here Boy, there. They're getting a little crazy with these titles, man. Oh, it can't just be like butter or no butter. It's got to be butter explosion. So it's like fireworks now, the way they it's name just, those. It's just too much, like the way they name everything. If it doesn't have butter on it, it's called tender white. Cookie kernels. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want anything that says butter explosion. Like, I don't want anything to explode. But, yeah, so AMC, uh, is, way to go there. Do they have the butter, though? Isn't that what makes the popcorn at the theater, isn't it, that we slather it on... Like we uh, think there's no tomorrow. I used to work at a movie theater, and I was in charge of popping the popcorn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that stuff is that they put on the popcorn. It ain't butter, though. It's just grease. <laughs> it's not butter. It is. You're right. Like, no butter I have at home looks like. What is that? You would think know. it's melted butter, but it doesn't look like that either. Uh, at the AMC I go to, you sit, you get uh, you get to be in charge of the butter. So people put that sack in there and push that button. I don't know what that stuff is. Oh, they had like a self-serve butter station. Oh yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> it's these good days. for American health. Which you know what you know what probably does is uh, now there can't be like this big giant class action lawsuit saying we all got heart attacks from this movie theater butter. And then they could be like, well, you yourself put you're it the on. one who put it on. Yeah, How about that. Did you see this? That the Tulsa Zoo has announced a very, very cute new addition to the family. Sally the white rhino has welcomed a boy calf. 
was born, uh, I don't know why they don't announce. It's been three days, but sometimes well, they do wait, don't they? You probably shouldn't because, what what? you know, God forbid the right. worst. They kind of yeah. wait on these announcements. Uh, came in at 127 pounds at birth. Whoa. I guess that's about right if you're a rhinoceros. Cute little thing, man. And, you know, but what I hear about rhinoceros in the wild, they'll kill you. So he's cute now. Mm-hmm. Eventually, ferocious dictator of the wild. Uh, no mention of the father. Has the father taken off? Or? Uh, you know, this this Sally, the rhino that made it here, the mommy, she showed up here pregnant. Oh, so. oh that's good. I do wonder at the zoo what they do to keep the animals from hooking up with each other in front of the, you know, in front of people. Yeah. You're the only one who wonders that, but fine. Well, now, now that I've mentioned it, if you're in charge yeah. of the zoo, what do you do? I think you let them do that because that's nature. Not in front of children. <laughs> All right, Daniel. You're very strange. Oh, tonight, uh, the CMA Awards. How about that? Yeah, Luke Bryan hosted. Man, if I were him, I'd be just scared to death right now. Because when you get up on that stage and that little red light goes on and you're all by yourself, you know, the whole world's looking at you. Well, at least they have a teleprompter. Could you imagine if that thing went on the fritz? Oh, my God. That's like one of my favorite things to see on television when the prompter goes out. But Luke Bryan, he uh, he's not up for, like, entertainment of the year or anything, so he's probably a good one to host because you know how they do that awful thing where you're hosting but you're also up for an award and then... You find out you lost, and then you got to go on with the show like you're not crushed. <laughs> you know, and keep doing your little jokes and stuff. But uh, tonight, Entertain of the Year, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, and Carrie Underwood, all deserving to be in that category. That's tonight, 11 and a half hours away on ABC. Also, Dana, one more thing. I want to talk about this coming up. Remember when we were talking about the, the time change and how there's always a politician somewhere in the country that says, you know what, we're going to... We're going to stop all of this tomfoolery with changing our clocks. Well, guess what? It happened here in town. In town? Yeah, well, Broken Arrow. Wow. Guy in Broken Arrow. Politician says uh, he submitted a bill, and I want to tell you what's in the bill and why he wants it changed. All next on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyga and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. You can now look for her. The CMA Awards tonight. Miranda Lambert is up for, well, you know how she does. She's a female vocalist of the year. Also, entertainer of the year. The CMA Awards tonight on ABC at 7 o'clock. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, Tyke and I have had to move to several different cities in our radio careers. And I remember my first couple of moves, we, ha- we had hired movers. Yes. And these guys came over and brought all my furniture up into this apartment. It was like a two-story apartment. They had to go up the stairs and all that. And they were none too happy about it. I remember the movers calling me and going, uh, is there an elevator? And I said, no. And they're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> they realized it was going to be a stairway uh, kind of day. So they moved in. I gave them bottles of water mm-hmm. uh, when they left and, uh, you know, shook their hands. And they were out the door. They looked a little disappointed in the water. And it wasn't until later on he said, uh, you're supposed to tip those guys, you know. And I had zero idea, buddy. And they worked and sweated for like two hours. I felt so bad afterward. Not bad enough to contact them and give them money, (laughs) but bad enough to be like, oh, no, I didn't know that you tipped. It's a fear of mine that we are not tipping people that we we should otherwise tip. Movers was one. I don't know why I knew that, and you did it. I mean, if you think about the logic of not tipping a mover, you go to a restaurant, and they work hard, too. I'm not saying they don't, but they bring you some waters. They bring you your entrees. They come and check on dessert. 
You know, but these movers, they're moving boxes for story after story, and then you just say, here's a water? Well, I'm yeah, surprised they I didn't, didn't burn know. your house I simply down. didn't know. Uh, my dad's an electrician. He goes and he replaces receptacles and ceiling fans. He doesn't get tipped. So, I mean, how are you supposed to there's know? Like, uh, there's a confusing thing. You know, I was horrified to find out that, and I, I'm not saying, I just like the tip good because I know how hard it is, especially now, and people uh, not showing up to work, and the ones that do show up to work, we should be recognizing that. But I didn't know, do you ever go to a company event, like a Christmas party, and you walk in, and they give you, like, two drink tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? And so you get your two little drinks, your little glasses of wine or whatever, and they have corporate bartenders there. I thought that the company was covering their tip at the end of the night. Like, okay, and our employees drank $2,000 worth of booze, and uh, here's your $400 tip. And I talked to a bartender one night, and they said, no, we get nothing from the companies. Usually, it's it's you putting money in our glass. And I, I, I wasn't tipping him because I thought that was already taken care of. So I just wonder if uh, you're riding around, you can think of other people we should tip that we're not tipping, that we wouldn't even think of to tip. Because I don't want to be that guy. Maybe we should tip the uh, people who come pick up our trash every day. Every, every day? Every week. Like, they don't get anything extra, and they have a... That's a tough job, I would imagine. You said your dad around Christmas time would always give the garbage guy uh, set some money in an envelope. Yeah, you'd tape money to the trash can at the the holidays for him. Yeah, that was probably thrown away every year by the garbage man. He's <laughs> yeah, like, like it. why was there why is there an envelope? <laughs> All right, this guy is too lazy to put his mail in. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Godano. Who's this? This is Mackenzie. Hey, Mackenzie. Is there anybody that uh, we're we should be tipping that we're not thinking about? I didn't know this, but apparently you're supposed to tip Sonic workers. Like, you know how you can pull into the stall and, you know, they come in either on roller skates or not. Apparently you're supposed to tip them, and I had no idea until, like, last year. You know, that's a good point. Used to, it used to be pretty clear we tipped them because I don't know if you remember this, Mackenzie. You'd go to the Sonic, and they'd be on roller skates. And Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. And then you kind of got, I don't know, for me, but, yes, I tip less at Sonic now because they got that credit card machine I think messes us up. Well, hold on. First of all, Tug, how does it, because they're on roller skates, make it clear that they should be tipped? <laughs> they're working. I mean, can I roller skate backwards with a tray of food? If no, I cannot. anybody deserves not to be tipped, if somebody gets to roller skate on their job, that's not a... <laughs> that's the tip. The fun is their tip. Right. <laughs> but I think if you run that card yourself, I don't know if, we're, uh, if yeah, we they, should have to tip. They, Sonic kind of did themselves in with that, right? Because they put that card reader out there. And yeah, so you don't, and you don't no get change. And, you're right. So if Sonic really wanted us tipping, they would add that place on it that says... Like a 15% yeah, or tip, whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you for the yeah. call, Mackenzie. Yeah, of course. Right, bye-bye. Hey, good morning. This is Ty Godano. You're live on The Bull. Who's who's this? This is Kelly Knight. Hey, Kelly. Is there anybody we should be tipping that we're probably not thinking of? Well, yeah. Because I, when I just heard you talking about the trash truck drivers. Yeah. I was a truck driver. I was a trash truck driver. My tip was always they'd leave me a 30-pack of beer. That's a pretty good tip. Now, you weren't hitting that up on the way home on that truck, were you? No, we were just 
stack them up. We'd have them then the next day, you know. We'd just have beer, 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 beer. <laughs> uh, they did this every single day, or this was for Christmas? <laughs> no, no. It's mainly around Christmas and, and Thanksgiving. Well, nothing says happy birthday, baby Jesus, like a 30-pack of beer. <laughs> yeah, because I was born on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, were you? Oh, look at that. Well, how is there a good way that we can put a, you know, a case of beer out there without you not thinking I meant for that to be thrown away? Do we put a note on it, or how do we? Well, they just would set it. They knew we'd come by at a certain time in the morning. Okay. You know, so they just set it on top of the the trash can. Okay, well, so lucky for him, or lucky er for teenagers that might have been driving by. <laughs> hey, look at that beer by that trash can. <laughs> hey, man, True. Appreciate, appreciate right, the call, man. The call, man. Uh, so we're just taking calls. Who should we be tipping that we're probably not thinking of? Because that's the worst if you feel like you did somebody wrong, and you're like, man, I, I kind of messed that up. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Anybody else we should be tipping that we're probably not thinking of? Good morning. John Parties on 98.5 The Bull. You got Tiger and Daniel. Hey, look at it. Halfway to the work week on a Wednesday. You've actually worked in uh, industries, Daniel, where you relied on tips. And going into the holidays, I just wanted to make sure that we all take note of maybe be more mindful of tipping, especially maybe more generously than typical because it's so hard for people to get out and work right now for whatever reason. So the ones that show up, we ought to appreciate them a little bit. You delivered pizzas. And tell me a little bit about that, Daniel. Do people generally good to you? People generally awful? How is it? Uh, this was back in the day, and I would say about 50-50. Um, people would give you five bucks or they would give you nothing. You just never know what you're going right. to get. Did you notice that there was any difference? And this is sensitive, and you can, you can take the fifth. Uh, did you notice, because my sister worked in that kind of realm for a while, and she said the people with mansions didn't tip. It was the people that were... The the day to day guys that understood, you know, hey, five bucks might be helpful here. Did you find that to be true? I did actually. I found it uh, to be the most annoying and difficult to deal with. Mm -hmm. Often tipped the least. The biggest insult for anybody in the service industry or something like that. I think we'd rather be left nothing than that twenty five cents oh. or you know that person that puts uh. the one penny down or whatever. So as we head into the holidays and these folks aren't spending time with their families are out working for us we should consider and more specifically are the people that we should tip that we're not thinking about yeah well sometimes we don't tip out of stinginess we just simply don't realize we're supposed to tip like mm -hmm. we were talking about i had movers once i had no idea i was supposed to tip these guys so they got ready to uh, walk out the door and they put up their hands and i just hand them bottles of water <laughs> i'm like uh, uh, see you later <laughs> and i just had it wasn't because i was being cheap i just had no you idea didn't know. that's right so we're trying to learn hey good morning you got tag and dano who this? Hey, Tig and Daniel, it's Bill. How are you guys? Bill, what city do you live in? We're great. I'm in Broken Arrow. Bill in Broken Arrow. Anybody we should be tipping that we're not thinking of? Um, actually, I really think that the service industry, you have to understand it before you actually go and do it. If you've done it, I've done everything from bartending to bar backing to uh, bellman to valet parking. I've done all that. Tip anybody that really you feel deserves something that they that does well. All right, like if uh, my mailman, he's he does a good job. I don't get other people's mail Absolutely. a whole lot, and he's doing it in snow yep. and rain. That would that be a tip yep. situation? 
Christmas time, give him uh, 10, 15 bucks, a gift card, something, just to say thank you. It's kind of nice because then they'll go out of their way and they'll remember you. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, they, they do every day you almost forget you. It's like, how does this mail show up? I think it's magic. No, there's actually a person doing that every day. We should think about that. We should carry on some ones. And then uh, today, like, we have a meeting with our boss, Steve Hunter, and we'll probably get a good reaming. So after that, I should break him off a couple of dollars? You've got to tip him for his uh, unkind words. <laughs> Could you use imagine? a thesaurus to come up with new ones. Yeah. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Who this? This is Charles. Hey, man. Uh, I, I was actually calling about you know, dealing with the tipping part. Okay. And and I work for the uh, city of Henrietta, and I'm a trash truck driver. And what they usually do is, like, they'll either catch me uh, whenever I'm pulling up to grab their trash uh-huh. because they know what time. This way they don't just leave stuff there because, like y'all said, you know, people think, hey, it's free stuff, and they right. take it. So I need to wave you down and, frantically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we've had them wave us down. <laughs> we've had, we've had people man. chase us just, <laughs> just to make sure that, you know, they could give us that much to appreciate everything we do for them. Yeah. They do a lot, and they come every week, right? See, I'm glad we're doing this. You've, you've looked like a jerk your entire life, Daniel. Not really, just that one time because I didn't know. And I live in an apartment complex. I don't have a – I don't guess I have a trash man. <laughs> you think that it just goes to outer space when you put it outside? Like it rises up? I put it down the chute. What they do with it from there is none of my business. <laughs> I can tip the chute, I guess. <laughs> put your money down the chute. I'm sure they'll find it. Hey, who does? Hello. Mike. Mike, what's up? Is there anybody we should be tipping we're probably not thinking of? Well, I drive a tow truck for a living, and we don't get tipped near as much as we should. Well, you know, uh, to, to, to be totally honest, <laughs> okay, uh, are you like the tow guy who takes the car when we do something illegal, or are you the tow guy that comes out and helps us when we're in a jam? Are you in a jam, side of the road, broke down on the highway, broke down. Okay, I could see that. The guy who takes your car when you parked, like, that guy's just not going to get a tip, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. But no. you're kind of guy, well, you you're know, the one who comes out at midnight, saves us. I could see that. That, that makes, makes sense. sense, yeah. But I think people have no, such disdain for the guy service, that... You know, they don't have... People have such disdain for the guy that takes your car that even a guy like you that's helping people out of a jam, they're just not... I don't think they can separate the two. No. No, we well, let's... You, know, it, you know, a lot of you guys have, you know, roadside service, you know, that you pay with your insurance. So when we come out and pick you up on the side of the highway, you know, we're only getting paid like maybe 40 or $45 from the insurance company. You know, some of the $5 bill or $10 bill or something, you know. All right. On the side of the highway, you know. Just something to show your gratitude a little bit. We turn a new leaf, and you're right. If it's a tow truck driver that is coming to help you and rescue your family, that that makes sense there to me. So I appreciate the insight. All right, guys. Have a good day. Especially into the holidays. It would be a nice gesture. There's no worse feeling, though, than getting towed. I was lived at an apartment complex in Alabama once, Tig, and... uh, they towed my my car once because they said it had the sticker. Had the sticker. I was I was in the right this time. Oh, I'm sure. I really was. And yeah. they had towed my car, and they were like, "Well, we apologize, but you're gonna have to come get it." And I raised so much hell that I had them tow it back over to my apartment <laughs> complex. I couldn't believe. And I, did you it's tip unheard them? of. <laughs>
with you, Tim, for bringing oh, it back. Oh, boy, I was fuming, man. I was like, they are like, no, sir, you're going to have to come get that. I was like, well, I ain't. All right. We'll take, uh, continue to take your calls. I think we're learning a thing or two this morning, which I like. Uh, is there anybody that we should be tipping that we're, we're not tipping? We just don't think of it. It's not that we're greedy. We just like to know these things. And also a tip to you for so, so listening to the hilarious Tiger Daniel show, a free honey-baked ham is possible for you. The number to dial, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. And that delicious ham at 740. Good morning. As long as you're right here. And Luke Holmes is up for Entertainer of the Year tonight. The CMA Awards, 7 o'clock on ABC. It's 721 with Tig and Daniel. At 98.5 The Bull, hey, who's this? This is Dora. Dora, anybody we should be tipping we're not thinking about? Your delivery drivers, FedEx, UPS, Amazon, the mailman. You know, Christmas coming. I'm never at home. Coming on. I'm never at home whenever uh, I get a package delivered. So I, I couldn't do that. I don't think. Get a little card and write thank you. And where do I put and, it? And and stick it on your garage door or on your on a table on your front porch and write FedEx or UPS or. You know, whoever yeah. you want to give it to. She has a good point because those guys around Christmas, uh, I'll be at the house oh, nine yeah. nine fifteen at night. Yeah. And I, I know they yeah, want to be home with their families, and uh, so that's not bad. Thank you for the call, okay? Bye-bye. 918-879-9898. It's not that we're tippers. Sometimes we just want to learn, ooh, I was supposed to tip that person, and are there people that we should be tipping we're not thinking about? 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Evelyn. Evelyn, good morning. Is there folks we should be tipping that we're just not thinking of? Housekeepers and hotels. You know, that's a, a good one because I do hear that people will leave a few bucks on the dresser. Is that something you do regularly? Um, so I travel for and so I'm in a hotel room at least three nights out of the week, and I leave them fifteen bucks regardless. Every $15. time. Are you a particularly messy lady? No, I just. I mean, I just find it appropriate. They work their butt off. They clean all the time and they get the, the college kids or whatever that you know there's beer cans everywhere and it looks horrible and they get nothing and, right you know i gotta say to travel as much as you do you got a bad phone <laughs> Thanks. but you guys also need to think about tipping cook at like the restaurant see i would worry that would insult the chef if i were like uh please hand this to the chef That's right. Well, how do you give a, uh, how would I give that to the line cooks or whatever? If I gave it to the server, wouldn't they just go, oh, yeah, I'll give it to them and, you know, put it in their apron? Nope. I always ask for the manager on duty and I give it to the manager. Look at her, man. That's interesting. I'd like to hear from some chefs to see if uh, if it's appropriate to tip them or not. I, I would almost think it wouldn't be. I don't know. I always do. I hope it's not an insult. Well, I appreciate the call. What city do you live in when you're not traveling so much? <laughs> She's got a lot of ideas, doesn't she? Yeah, I don't think I, I worked at a, a fine restaurant in New York. I don't think you I don't think you are supposed to tip the chef. Okay, good morning, Ty and Daniel, ninety eight five the bull. What's your name? Amy. Good morning, Amy. Where are you calling from? Um, Locust Grove. Locust Grove. So anybody we should be tipping we're not thinking about? Well, I know that a lot of people do it and I hate to say this, but tip your waitresses. I hate to say it, but I am a waitress. And I mean, I literally make crap for where I work. And I hate to say it, but it is horrible. (laughs) 
Well, do you mean I people mean, are make, not tipping a waitress? Serving. No, I make three twelve an hour, and I work from open to close. And I mean, I work fourteen hours a day, and I literally bring home maybe sixty dollars a day. And I mean, for where I work, I should be bringing home a lot more with can, the people that come in. Um, well, explain to me, like, can you give us an idea of, of what type of place this is? Is this like a pub? Is this a country club? What are we talking about here? It is a very, very, very fancy Mexican restaurant that has, like, high-end drinks. I mean, you ought to see the people that come in. I mean, it might as well be like a bar. I mean, they drink high-end, you know, drinks, everything. And they've got several um, yeah, right. TVs Are in you... there. They've got, like, the, yeah, we watch football on the weekends, everything in there. Are you just not getting enough customers? Or are you saying you're working the tail off and they're not oh, tipping no, you? We get, no, we get, we're, I don't get like, it. standing room. Yeah, we're standing room in there sometimes and people waiting outside in line. That's awful. 14 and hours, I mean, only $60? Yeah, and I mean, I have been waiting tables for 28 years. Is it worse now than it's ever been? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. Huh. Yep. It's horrible. That does shock Very me. horrible. I wonder what's going yeah. on. You think it's because of but COVID or something? I'm thinking so. I don't know. And, I mean, I just, I've worked for this company for six months, and, like, my first month was amazing. And now it's just, it's horrible. But I don't want to quit my people because, I mean, I love them so much. I mean. Yeah, but for four bucks an hour, I'd be like, yeah. I love you guys. It's, I got to get yeah. out of here. Is there yeah. any chance you're just a terrible server? Oh, no, no, no. I've done this for 28 years. I mean, I bust my butt. I'm, I'm literally running through that restaurant. You know what? My customers, she know, makes a she makes a great point, Tig. If people aren't tipping, no wonder nobody can find uh, people to come in and work because, like her, like she just said, she worked fourteen hours, got sixty dollars. Right. I wouldn't go do that. Yeah, because I went to a place that uh, was closed on a Saturday night, and this was fairly recently. And they said we just don't have anybody to come work. Well, thanks for yeah. the call. It's kind of weird to hear that she's reminding us of t to tip servers because I thought that was, but I guess we're not. Maybe we we should start tipping them more, especially right now. Yeah, you want to do one more? Sure. And then uh, we got we got to give away this honey baked ham coming up in like 13 minutes. Hey, good morning. This is Ty and Daniel. Who's this? Kayla. Uh, Kayla, where are you calling from? Uh, Talala. Talala. Anybody we should be tipping? Yeah, I mean, honestly, anybody in the service industry. So a lot of people don't think about like your dogs. Like you take them in to get groomed, you should be tipping your groomers. Like they're providing a service for you and your pet. Um, mm -hmm hairstylist, to go get your nails done, like anyone in the service industry. Yeah, hopefully we're still taking care of those folks because, uh, you know, if you can at least, do you tip the person yeah. who rings up your groceries? Mm, I don't tip them, but they do get paid a little bit higher. They are in the service industry. Like, yeah, they are. They are in the service industry. You got a point there, but they do like actually <laughs> make a wage versus like groomers and stylists and stuff like that they make commission often tip the, uh, the self-check thing i'll just put extra money yeah in that yeah just put extra money in it yeah <laughs> do it it's a robot working go. for the holidays <laughs> hey i appreciate the calls guys um and kayla i hope yep. you have a great day okay you too and now we're on to our, our honey baked ham giveaway that happens in 12 minutes right here on 98.5 the bull with Ty and Daniel. And by the way, you know, we gave away how many thousands of dollars with uh, Beat the Bull? That was a fantastic contest. And everybody loves ham. I was just surprised at how much we all really do love honey baked hams.
Uh, hundreds, like literally lots, hundreds of emails and things. Lots of messages so, and people right. uh, asking for that. You know what we ought to do for a big uh, bit is have uh, Travis Meyer take one of the honey-baked hams on top of the roof here and hold it up like in Lion King, and then we can all come gather around and to it, celebrate it. Celebrate the honey ham. And then Travis Meyer can bite into the ham and then throw it into the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, do you think he would do that? I think. Oh, he was. He asked me frequently about it. Yeah. <laughs> then they then they would rip the ham apart underneath. Then everybody's like bellies filled animals. with pork would look yeah. up and. What an amazing Christmas story, Daniel. Thank you for that. An honor, Travis. That chance in ten minutes with Tiger Daniel on ninety-eight-five The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Ba, ba, ba. Dustin Lynch alongside. Her name is Mackenzie Porter. 98.5 The Bull. We're two minutes away from that honey-baked ham. Daniel, and, uh, you know, all that cash we gave away. People seem just as excited about the honey-baked ham, and I get it. They are delicious. Hey, good morning, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hey, it's Adam. Adam, what's up, man? Long, long time, uh, first time. <laughs> okay. I haven't heard that said on our <laughs> show yet until so. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Adam, uh, right. you, so I, I saw that you had... You had this interesting, like, tidbit about tips that I didn't realize. But what were you saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I waited tables for a very long time, and I'll never forget there was an older man that I was waiting on, him and his wife, and he gave me, like, I don't know, let's say a $10 bill, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, what's this for? And he said, that's your tip. And I said, well, thank you. And he went on to say, do you know what the word tip means? And I said, no, sir. And he said, to ensure proper service. And then he went on to tell me that um, as he was growing up and even through like the 70s and early uh, 80s that people would tip their server prior to them taking their order and everything so that they got good service ah. um, during the whole experience. You know, it, it sounds crazy because, like, in a way you go, well, if you give money and then they do a terrible job, then you have no retribution. But we do that with, like, valet parking today, don't we? I mean, as soon as somebody picks up your exactly. your Maxima, you grease their palm to make sure they take a little extra carry your car, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. So there so are things we do where we tip first. Yeah. And then do you guys tip your uh, barber? I always leave a tip at the end, you know, if it's a $9 haircut, which is probably where I am in life, 8 or $9 haircut. A $9 haircut? Yeah, and uh, then, I, yeah, of course I tack on some money yeah. to that. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so I just thought it was a, a good tidbit of information. Yeah, he's like, I could, I could tell it was a $9 haircut. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say it. Right. But... Well, yeah, I appreciate the call. With that haircut, you've overpaid. Yeah, you're bad. <laughs> yeah, he's overpaid. Get your money back. All right. Thanks, Adam. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Right, See ya. Bye. And uh, kind of a little tip for listening is uh, we're gifting you with honey-baked hams as we approach the holiday season. Right, Daniel? Phones are like just blowing up, man, every time I mention these honey-baked hams. <laughs> I know people get frustrated because you're like, why don't these guys pick up the phone? I am doing everything I can. But uh, we're going to get to caller nine one way or the other right now, and you'll be playing for Honey Baked Ham. What are we going to play today, Daniel? Another game of Thanksgiving trivia. All right. Number nine. We'll see you in a minute. 918-879-9898. This is 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Today's hot country. Good morning. Oh, 
Well, we finally got there. It's time for that honey baked ham. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tyg and Daniel. And I got to say, uh, we've been inundated with you guys. And I get it. No cooking, no cleaning, delicious honey baked ham in your house. And Daniel, we're playing for it right now. Yeah. Don't forget also, uh, if you'd like to buy one of these hams, if you don't win, you can uh, go to Honey Baked Ham. Just look up Honey Baked Ham Tulsa and you'll oh, very you can order it online. Thank you for that. Well, you got to plug Honey Baked Ham. Well, I just meant you didn't work it out like where you gave them a proper plug. You just said, go look it up. Okay. Hey, you know, Ty, you people think that you need to get on there and say, go to honeybakedham.com slash stores slash 2122. <laughs> just look, Google it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And what do we got going on today with caller right. number nine? Right now, we're giving away a honey baked ham. Uh, good morning, Chris. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Chris Birch, he's a man of the law, you said, Ty. Yeah, he, he's uh, out there protecting and serving us somewhere in our community. Are you on duty now or is this like an off-duty thing? I am. I'm, sit, I'm sitting in my car right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can get this man in trouble, So Tug. speed all you want for the next couple minutes. And uh, what are we going to play today, Daniel? Uh, these are just some Thanksgiving trivia questions, Chris. Are you good at trivia? Uh, we'll see. We'll find out. All right. Well, here we go. First question. What common Thanksgiving symbol means horn of plenty? Oh, that, that little basket with all the fruit in it? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, what is that? I, what's it called? What is that thing? Oh, God, what's it called? <laughs> I don't, yeah. Oh, shoot. Weird, I, I don't know what it's called. It's a weird, like, corn something. You're Am very I, close. Corn cornucopia. Cornucopia. Okay. There you go. Up next, since 1981, what poultry company receives about 10,000 hotline calls on Thanksgiving Day for turkey cooking instructions? Is it Tyson? No, nah, Pilgrim Turkey. Pilgrim Turkey. <laughs> pilgrim There's turkey. a Pilgrim brand turkey. I know that. The last that. part of it is ball. Careful. Oh, Butterball. Butterball, yeah. yes. Yeah, they set, they set up a uh, cooking hotline where idiots call. Like, hey, how do I get this? <laughs> <laughs> idiots call. See, I don't eat turkey. I eat ham, so we're good. Oh, good. Well, this is right up your alley then. The there you do that turkey quiz during the ham giveaway. What 1987 yeah. comedy shows Steve Martin's character trying to get home for Thanksgiving, but constantly messed up by his oafish travel companion and played by John Candy? Uh, probably the best Thanksgiving movie there is, in my opinion. It is. It's planes, trains, and automobiles. That is correct. Where'd Chris go? Chris, what amino acid found in Turkey is often blamed for post-Thanksgiving meal snoozes? Amino acid. Oh, heck, I'm going to be stumped right here. Well, everybody's I'm always like... I'm not a scientist. Somebody help me out. Uh, this let this me chemical here. Let me here. think about it. It's uh, aphrodisiac. No, I mean uh, tryptophan. Tryptophan. <laughs> tryptophan. Sorry. <laughs> aphrodisiac? What are you talking about, Tug? That's what... Uh, uh, that's something different. After you look you at find, honey baked hams, go you look... You find <laughs> turkey to be an aphrodisiac? I don't. I got... God bless your wife. Can we all just take a moment to pray for Tag's wife? They have turkey and lay down together. Let's pray together. <laughs> Up next, Chris. What is the name of the ship that the pilgrims came on? The Mayflower. That is correct. And finally, what is the name of the rock where they landed? Uh, not Pride. Dang, I almost said Pride Rock. Uh. <laughs> 
It's a P uh, one, I think. I'm not sure if they peed on it Plymouth, or not. Plymouth, Plymouth yes. Plymouth Rock. Yes. I think he did pretty good, right? He did Got well most enough. most of those. Boy, I bet they were ready to get off that I Mayflower. I missed Butterball. Butterball was not his forte. <laughs> and so he's got a uh, brand new honey baked ham to have for the holidays. How about that, Chris? I think that qualifies as a big boy. Big boy. That is a big boy. Uh, and are you going to uh, share that ham with somebody special or just, you know, keep it for Chris? You know, I'm going to the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, so we may have it a couple days before. Or a tailgate. That would be awesome. Yeah. See, Daniel, yeah. it's not just about the ham. It's about the memories we create. Why don't you give it to some of those guys in the slammer? Oh, they, they'll have their own. Trust me. They get taken care of just fine. I don't think they get honey-baked hams, though. <laughs> oh, no. No, they don't. But that's, hey, that's the perk of being a free man. All right. That's right. Don't go to jail or you'll miss out on honey-baked hams. That's the <laughs> that's lesson That's the only life. reason exactly. you shouldn't commit that's crime. Major lesson that my grandpa used to tell me. It's 749 with Tiger Dino on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Chris Stapleton. Oh, my goodness. A big show tonight on ABC. Chris Stapleton up for Entertainer of the Year, the CMA Awards. Only like 10 hours away. That later tonight. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Dano. Also, congratulations, another big celebrity out there. Paul Rudd was named People's Sexiest Man Alive. Did you see that? Yes, People Magazine, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's 52 years old. And that's a good look on him for being 52 and still getting out there and getting it done. And he's got that quirky personality. You know, he's funny. He seems like the nicest guy in the world. And I could see why they would uh, name him the sexiest man. Because not just his looks. You add... His looks and his personality, and I agree with their uh, decision. Okay, Tag. Obviously, yeah. you have a thing for Paul Rudd. Let's, not. Uh, just, let's take it no, easy, I'd buddy. Write him letters, but that's Whoa. about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, not to be. We were also honored, Daniel, um, and we've had quite a career. Uh, you know, the CMAs are tonight, nominations for that, and ACNs. But I'd say today is probably our biggest thing we've ever had happen. And uh, with Paul Rudd getting the sexiest man alive, Dana, we have been. We have been announced as people's unsexiest men alive. Yes, and it's quite an honor to bring this trophy here to Tulsa. And we expect a, a key to the city from the mayor. Um, and we want to display this thing right in the middle of Guthrie Green, if that's all right, right downtown. Unsexiest. And uh, we got like a photo done and everything for the cover of People magazine. And you can actually see this now on our Instagram page. And boy, I you, would rather people not look at this photo. Is maybe the worst picture of us ever taken. I, I know, like, if there was a rank below on sexiest, like we are, this is almost too high of an honor for us to even be gone. I mean, you got to see this photo on uh, Instagram. We look worse than if, if it should really be the unsexiest men dead. We even look worse <laughs> than dead people. The sexiest and bomb men in history. We do. We look like we passed. Is that really how we look, though, in real life? It's like Bernie's. They prepped us up for the photo. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Hot new movie reference there. <laughs> Do you know any other movies where they prop a dead guy up? No. So we're on Instagram with that. Also, Facebook, Ty and Daniel. That's T-I-G and Daniel to see our, our cover I on Sexiest Man Alive. I couldn't help but to notice, but on Yellowstone the other night, even your, your wife had commented that after Kevin Costner had been shot up and laid in a hospital bed for a week or whatever, or uh -huh. a month or however long it was, yeah. Uh, they look better than us by a sight. 
Almost dead, Kevin they Costner. They purposely put makeup and things on him to make him look terrible. Still. Still way better looking than us. Still had it going on. Yeah. Well, Daniel, it's an honor. Just to have our name in lights is good enough for me. Unsexiest man, so be it. And that uh, photo is now... <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed, actually, but... What we're going to be ashamed of, Tig, is that when we go look at other people's radio stations' Facebook pages, I bet every dorky radio DJ has done the done same, same bit. Have, do you even check, make sure that... I didn't see if it was, like, oh, one boy. of those stupid jokes that... Don't even look now. All us radio dorks don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, 50 of us. Okay. So there we go. Congrats, Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning.